0: Today on Channel Massive Today! Free to play! Three words that make some gamers cringe with disgust. I'll tell you why you need to stop worrying and learn how to love the bomb. But first? Does this Microsoft make my butt sound big? Never mind, I really don't want you to answer that. All of this and more on Channel Massive Today! When you're away. Hello and thank you for downloading Channel Massive today. My name is Jason. Stock the date is July 21st, today. 2010. If you wish to rap with me, whip me, beat me, make me squeal like a little pig, you can jump on in and shoot me an email at daily, D-A-I-L-Y, at channelmassive.com. If you like the tweeting, you can follow us on the Twitter at twitter.com slash channelmassive. Feel free to leave a comment on the website or check us out on Facebook as well. Um, It's good to be back. I've been off for a few days. Um, Unfortunately, I have this reoccurring uh, back problem uh, that crops up every once in a while and requires me to kind of just lay off sitting at the computer um, for long periods of time. Um, I was basically hopped up on painkillers for the past couple days. Trying to get my back straight, icing it, heating it, all that good crap, and uh, you know, it's it's feeling it's feeling better. But I'm probably going to need to invest in a new computer chair. I think something that I can, you know, have a little bit more back support. I guess if any of you have a particular favorite chair that you use, uh, shoot me an email and let me know what you're currently using. And uh, you know, if it's not too expensive. Um, that would help um I just I think I need something a little bit better than what i 'm working with right now because this this chair that i 've got right now isn 't obviously cutting the mustard um anyway, enough of that um i 'm glad to be back and i 've got a lot to talk about, so let 's get to it. was laid up uh, for the past few days I played quite a bit of Red Dead Redemption and I had a moment in this game that just really kind of shook me a little bit and kind of made me think about, you know, other video games and, and other video games that might have invoked a similar response and I was kind of hard pressed to come up with one. Um, what ended up happening is, is that I was out in the wilderness, in the middle of the wilderness, looking for uh, certain types of animals. Uh, there is a, a set of challenges that the game gives you uh, where you have to hunt down particular types of animals and take their skins and things like that. Kind of like a kill ten rats quest almost. Um, so while I was out in the wilderness trying to complete this task... I came across a woman who was sobbing next to her dead, what I'm assuming was was her dead husband. Her husband's lying there dead, she's sobbing uncontrollably. And I figured, well, you know, may I get off my horse and and see if there's anything I can do to help her. Well, much to my dismay, um, you know, I get off my horse, I approach the woman... And she's just bawling. She's just crying, crying. And and there's no option there to... to, You know, to maybe offer some help. Maybe take her into town. You know, see if there's like... Maybe you can give her some money. or, Or find her a horse or whatever. There's no option to do that. There's no option to console her or anything. You know, she's just sitting there crying over her dead husband. And... Uh, You know, the game never really, you know, tells you how he died or or whatever. It's just you approach this woman. You see that her husband is obviously dead there, and she's crying about it. Well, next thing you know, she pulls a gun out, points it at her head, and blows her brains out. And it just kind of just shook me to my core when, when it happened. I was just, like, dumbfounded. I couldn't believe that this just happened. And... I was hard-pressed to really think about another game that had some something like that in there, just some random thing that totally brings you into the world and 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 kind of just, you know, gives you a picture of how hard life was back in the days of the back in the days of the wild wild west. So I don't know. I'm 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 trying to think of one if you guys have a particular gaming moment like that that you can recall, you know shoot me an email and I'd love to hear some of your stories like that and Microsoft mm-hmm has made it official, and they've said that the Kinect hardware is going to retail for $150 when it's released on November 4th. Uh, it's going to come with a copy of Kinect Ventures, and they're also going to be releasing a new version of the 360 Slim uh, that's like a, I guess you can call it the arcade version, uh, that's going to retail for $200, and that comes out on August 3rd. This particular box is going to have four gigabytes of flash storage, and it also looks like it's going to come with the um, Wi Fi included in it. So that's that's a nice that'll be a nice little thing to have. And it looks like they will bundle that uh, with Connect. Yeah, they're going to have a bundle with Connect and a copy of Connect Adventures, and that's going to retail for $300 uh, again. I don't, I just don't know that the $150 price point for those of us who already have a 360 I don't think that's gonna fly very well. Uh, I, I really don't. You're probably gonna have, I don't know, I'm not sure what the percentage is gonna be, but there's gonna be a small, small percentage of people who will go out and just get connect. Um, by itself, for hundred and fifty dollars but i just i think it 's a bad investment at this time it it just doesn 't make much sense i don 't think you know and i i 'm not just saying that for you know as far as just microsoft 's motion control solution i 'm saying that for sony 's move as well, which is you know costs practically just as much it just it just does not seem like a good price point to me at this at this period of time it's it 's uh you know, you're looking at a small set of games that are compatible with it right now. There's nothing really out there for a hardcore gamer uh, to get interested in. With the exception of maybe Dance Central. And maybe some of the other, like, exercise titles that EA is coming out with. You know, those might be cool to nice to have. But at $150, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Are, are you guys interested in Connect? Do you guys or or Sony's move? Are, are you planning on getting either one of these motion control solutions whenever they're released? I, I you know I just don't see it happening. At least not for me. an interesting interview with OnLive's Steve Perlman um, on CNET.com, and they asked him a few questions about how things are going, how, how launch is uh, how launch is going, and they asked him, they asked him about a few concerns and some questions uh, regarding their service. Uh, one of the questions they asked was, is that they, they asked, can you provide an overview of the OnLive business model? And Steve replied, We provide the service for free. You can get the demos for free. You can try things out. You can go and then rent things. You can buy things. We haven't done it yet, but it's easy to make it so a website can link right to a game. The nice thing about it is, is that you can have more than one purchase path. Maybe we refer you to Steam or Direct to Drive and go to go and purchase the download. We're super happy if people want to use us as a demo service, as a rental service, as a purchase service, as a social network. We have folks that are just watching games instead of of TV. Some people have said the only way you're going to use OnLive is if you're buying games, and it's just a little silly. Anybody that's a serious gamer plays games in more than one place. If you're a hardcore gamer and you've got a big rig and you want the highest quality graphics, then OnLive is not the place where you're going to play your high-end game. Then again, to not have a huge download in order to trial something before you make the purchase decision, why not? Just click on live and give it a go. If you like it, terrific, download the thing from Steam or copy or copy on DVD. So basically here's the CEO admitting that, well, you know, you're probably if you're a hardcore gamer, you're you know, this service isn't for you. <laughs> I just I'm like sitting there going and I and I did I I, didn't I not just say this not too long ago. Well, here you have it right from the CEO's mouth. It just that that just cracked me up. I was like, yeah, you know, it will make a really good demo service for for a hardcore gamer. Sure, I you know I you're not going to get an argument from me there. But that's pretty much it. If you if you're serious about gaming and you have qualms about how. Good, the graphics look on your machine. Um, you know, internet connectivity issues aside, uh, you know, why would you use OnLive? I, I just I, I don't get it. So, yes, OnLive, I, I I did say that OnLive does work and it does work relatively well for what it is. But you know, let's just face it: you're not going to get the kind of quality that you're you know that you're used to playing locally on your main machine. it's, it's not going to happen. Um, A good chunk of the time. Uh, Another thing that they asked him was, uh, why isn't OnLive allowing Wi-Fi right now? And he responded that he literally apologized to people about Wi-Fi. It was a difficult decision because it does work with OnLive. The way OnLive works is that it adapts to every single connection and is constantly readapting. If we we add the complexities of people's home internet service, and then we compound that with the interference that is happening with wireless, it's very difficult for us to diagnose what's going on. And our customer service people have not had enough experience talking with users in order to handle those kind of problems, so we decided to go slow. turned out to be a smart move. We have people not signing up because we don't have Wi-Fi, and if they had, there's no way we could have met the demand. We would have had to turn people away. So waiting on Wi-Fi ended up putting a damper on growth that actually saved our butts. But what we're doing now is collecting statistics. We're helping diagnose problems in people's homes, and once we wrap our heads around that, we can open up Wi-Fi by the fall. No worries, you'll be able to connect with Wi-Fi. So that was another one of my major gripes: is that you know you couldn't use Wi-Fi. With on live and people who were playing a game in their, uh, you know, in their room in like in a bedroom, for instance, on their TV, there that was going to, you know, promote some kind of serious issues. You're not going to want to have to run a cable all the way from wherever your uh, modem is to your bedroom, you know, especially if you're like living in a big house. You're just not going to want to run cable like that. That's why Wi-Fi exists. So you don't have to do such crappy things. And he's claiming that by the fall, you should be able to do that. I'll believe it when I see it, of course, but, you know, there's that. Uh, just, you know, a couple interesting little bits of information there about OnLive that came out during this interview. I, I just, again, you know, I... <laughs> I hate saying I was I was right on certain things, but when the CEO just confirms anything that I just said, I, hey, I got to bring it up. I hate tooting my own horn, but there it is. I remember when I remember I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo, and so much. Well, the free to play model is here to stay, and it's. Even just getting larger, especially in Korea, where Age of Conan will be going free to play. Um, this is a little, some little tidbits from what the game director for AOC uh, had to say about it. He says, This is a very common business model in Korea. Korea is a very different market to the West. Microtransaction based games are far more common than they are here, and indeed, are how the majority of the games operate, including the games run by our partners in Korea at Neowiz. The key point in bringing the game to Korea was finding the business model that was right for that market. That is why we went with an experienced partner in that territory. Uh, What is right for one territory is not necessarily right for another, and as we have always said, what we care about in terms of business model is finding the correct model for the project. We were one of the first companies to explore the free-to-play hybrid options in the West with Anarchy Online, and we would never rule anything out that might make sense for Age of Conan at any given point. We have always been open that we constantly assess the market and consider all available options for our games. That isn't a yes, it will happen, or a no, it will never happen. It's a we will always keep our options open and be open-minded to business models that will most benefit the project. Uh, So, there is that. Um I think personally that you know with turbine going the way of free to play with Dungeons and Dragons online and and fairly soon in the in the near future with Lord of the Rings online I think that that this is the future that we're looking at not with just MMORPGs but with a lot of different kinds of games you have games like League of Legends um, (laughs) which by the way Mark has successfully forced my hand and and got me to uh, at least start preparing myself to play. He he went out and purchased a $10 points card for me uh, the other day so I can uh, purchase a couple of extra champions I guess and the way they do it there is they have a you can of course download the game for free and play it for free. Uh, there are a limited amount of champions that they allow you to play for free each week. I guess they rotate it out on a weekly basis. And if you perhaps become enamored with a particular champion, you can go ahead and purchase that champion for um, you know the the price varies, and I'm not sure the reasons for the price variations on the champions. I'm sure maybe some are more difficult or more powerful than others. But you can use those points to purchase a champion and have access to that champion to play whenever you want. Um, You can also just play a ton of games, I guess. And and depending on how many points you get while you play, um, you can then use those particular points to unlock champions as well. And they also have the same kind of deal where you can purchase extra, extra costumes if you want to play Barbie with your champion as well. And that's what a lot of these games are doing. Even, you know, this isn't anything new. You look at um, Xbox Live and you can purchase additional character skins for your uh, fighters in Street Fighter uh, 4, for instance. Uh, There's also additional heroes you can purchase um, for games like um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Things like that. This isn't anything new. And I think a lot of these companies would be well, you know, well served to try this model out. Not just for, you know, not just for the little games, but for even maybe some of their big budget titles as well. Uh you know the the only problem I see coming with this is that you're going to have like double dipping, where they're not only going to charge you for the box, but they're going to charge you for a subscription fee, and on top of that, they're going to charge you for you know if you want to play with you know if you want to keep up with the Joneses or want to have like the super Uber uh, mount or or ship or whatever customization, they're going to charge you on top of that. So. There's a lot of ways companies can really gouge you this way, but I think if they play it right, the free-to-play model is the way to go, and it's probably a good way to keep companies alive, keep companies alive, keep their games alive, keep them going longer. Because I mean, how many, how many of these MMOs out there, you know, especially in the MMO market, you know, they just come out, you pay, and you you pay like fifty, sixty dollars for the box. You're paying fifteen dollars a month for a subscription fee. Next thing you know, you know the game is just crapping out. It's they're not. It's not doing as well as they had hoped. The subscriber base goes down the toilet. Next thing you know, you're you're playing in a dead game. Well, that's not good for anybody. That's not good for the players who still enjoy the game, and it's not surely not good for the company, because uh, they're you know they're losing out on subscription dollars and a lot of those games, the subscription fee is the only way they still generate money. Well, the free-to-play option gives them some more options to play with there as far as generating additional revenue. You know, I just, I think this is the way to go. I think it's the way that companies are going to have to, they're going to have to start marketing their games a little bit different in order to, Generate more interest in their games, generate more money. It's here to stay, and I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. I I, I do see the pro- potential problems with it. Like I said, with the double dipping, um, which is surely going to happen. Um, I, I you know I could totally see the whole Call of Duty thing where Call of you know they they charge fifty nine ninety nine for the box, and then they charge you you know, an additional subscription fee on top of that to just play it online. And then, well, you know they're going to come out with new map packs every few months or so, so, you know, there's another way they can generate money as well. It's just, you know, that that's going to be Activision's uh, nice new toy to play with once they decide that they're finally ready to go that route, which, you know, I'm pretty sure that they are. So, I don't know, What do you th- what do you guys think? Do you guys want to see... More of this model, or is, or is this model just not going to work, especially in the West? What are your thoughts on it? Give me, give me a shout-out on Twitter, or send me an email at daily at uh, Before I sign off for the day, I also want to mention that there is a really great review on our website from Eric on uh, Limbo, the current new Xbox uh, Live Arcade title. That's generating quite a bit of buzz out there. He's got a really good review out there. I I encourage you to go to our website and check that out and read it. I will see you guys tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. You guys take care.